Hello everyone, my name is Vernisa. Hey y'all, this is Jen. And this is our podcast. Speak, Speak up. up. What's up, Jen? Hey girl. How are you? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm good. Glad that we made it to another special episode. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends. We create this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life's challenges through self-love and respect. Yes. As you know by now, self-love and respect are always going to be super duper important to us. Yes, I completely agree. <laughs> So today, y'all, our title is Spook Up, the Halloween episode. So as you can see, you know, we're uh, I'm the sun goddess. And I'm the moon goddess. So shout out to Jen <laughs> for hooking us up, having us look, you know, nice and dandy for the episode. <laughs> I can't wait to see y'all uh, Halloween costumes. Right. I mean, I know 2020 is a little different with Halloween and maybe all the holidays coming up. Um, but we still wanted to have a little bit of, you know, spirit some joy spreading around so yeah we wanted to dress up also for the episode right give y'all something to look at (laughs) so jen what is our episode about today so um in tune with the spooky season spook up um we're going to talk about fears today and it's fears whether they are real or imagined so yeah we're going to tell y'all some stories you know get a little bit into the horror season mood um but then also talk about like different types of fears that we may have in our lives yeah, you know, we still got to add our little speak up touch to it. <laughs> but yeah, um, we were just thinking, you know, like, let's take it a little lightly. You know, it's a lot going on. And, you know, mm-hmm. it ain't, like Jen said, it's not the normal Halloween. So that kids aren't going to be trick or treating. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to be going to them popping parties with some of y'all are. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> bite us. Yeah. So, like, we're like, let's, let's, let's take a little notch today. Right. <laughs> so, honestly, like, let's talk about some of our silly fears, those weird fears that we had growing up. So, Jen, what are some of yours? Oh my goodness. I mean, I don't know if you can call them silly, though, because some of the shit that I saw when I was younger, it mm-hmm. ain't no joke. Like, um, I think I'm scared of, like, brujeria or witchcraft. You know, I think that's a big thing that, like, has always terrified me. Um, For those of you who believe, you know, y'all know what this is. But those of you who don't, it's okay. But, you know, um, specifically, like, in my culture, it's very huge and everything. Um, You know, obviously, have your faith in God. But, yeah, like, I think I'm scared of you know, witches, but, like, real-life witches, like, the craft witches, if y'all have ever seen that movie, like, that movie's freaking scary, but, yeah, what about you? That's some of yours, oh, you got deep with this one. <laughs> Honestly, I think one of my, like, weird ones, like, one of my trippy ones is, like, like, animal, like, possums. Ooh. Possums, raccoons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> snakes stuff like that like little critters like mm. i think that's, that's something that trips me out. like i'm like jumping if i see something and honestly it's like yeah you want to scare me put one of those near me you're gonna see a side of me you never seen before and i'm probably gonna be pissed oh my gosh <laughs> tell them about that story in santa cruz oh the raccoon one yes. y'all y'all ready for this one so real quick this is when me and jen first became like best friends or whatever because me and her met in college so freshman year of college um basically we went to uc santa cruz and for those of y'all don't know that's shout cool. out slugs banana slug game <laughs> as you can see no but <laughs> But that school is located in the forest, like literally mm-hmm. the forest, there's animals. And, you know, I'm from L.A., so it was new to me to be in that type of environment. So one day, um, uh, you know, me and Jim were roommates and at the time housemates there. We had this little uh, balcony thing in front of our um, apartment. So literally, like it's, it's it goes to the grass. So we're all about to go do laundry. Me, Jen, and um, our other roommate, Ruth. Shout out to Ruth. Hey. And I'm sitting there holding the laundry, waiting for them. And I'm texting on my phone. And the whole time, there's a raccoon right here this close to my face. And I didn't even see it because I'm texting. And then out of nowhere, Jen was like, Nini. And I looked up, and it was this close to me. I went, what the fuck? Like a man. Like, my voice never got. And I ran in the house. I locked Ruth and Jen outside. And then my homegirl, Cash, shout out to Cash. She was um, on the phone with, with she was, she, she was on the phone with um, her boyfriend at the time, Cam, recipes Cam. Mm-hmm. 
and he thought it was a guy in the house. He actually said, like, is there a guy in there? And she's like, no, that was Nene. But it just shows you how deep my voice got because I was so scared. But I thanked you every day because that raccoon could have fucked my shit up. Like, really could It just took one. He was literally an inch from me. Mm-hmm. So that could have been the last of me, though. That day. <laughs> we got locked up outside. So, hey, the raccoons of Santa Cruz is vicious. No, yeah. If y'all have seen those raccoons, they, they ain't playing. They got their little families and everything, too. Uh-uh. Like, I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all never forget that either. Um, yeah, that was definitely an experience to remember. I think that was the first time I realized I don't really like wild critters. Like, you know, deers are cute, but remember when we saw the mountain lion too? Like, <laughs> we saw some Jimmy. Hey, this is how I know Jen a real one because we were, like I said, we were like building our relationship as best friends. Mm-hmm. And we were walking home from the library late at night oh in the forest. The school is scary as fuck. And it was late at night. <laughs> and we see a, rac- a raccoon, a mountain lion just hop across the street. And I said, run. And we just turned, I had heels on, a loud top. We jumped the wall. Jen I was had with tap it. shoes. Like, <laughs> Jim was with it though and I was like that's my best friend when I yeah. said run she out like she didn't even ask no questions like the movies oh what's that no she was like gone with me yeah we like Shaggy and Scooby over here you know like when she runs I run I'm like uh uh-uh, uh I'm trusting her instincts too like I can't yeah Santa Cruz had some some memories man mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean as silly as these fears may seem like you don't really think about that being your fear until mm-hmm. you're put face to face with it you know like mm-hmm. I would have never said yeah I don't like mountain lions or I'm scared of them but when I actually saw it how close it was like what like not even 10 feet away or something and that was scary so yeah definitely not an experience I'd want to have ever again oh my goodness those are definitely some memories um you know but like with fears you know especially fears like that like I wonder if sometimes it's just based off of like what we think they could do to us Mm. you know like us giving them that power or whatever because yeah don't get me wrong a freaking raccoon can claw your face and stuff (laughs) that's a legitimate fear also but then I think it's like in that moment you know you were like paralyzed and like just survival mode kicked in you know and it was like I'm going you know I'm gonna (laughs) run and everything which I don't blame you you know um but I just think about like what if you weren't scared of that raccoon you know like would it have just like gotten closer to you you know obviously I'm glad we didn't find out yeah me too it was this close to my face (laughs) you know but it's it's just a thought um Mm -hmm. you know silly thought that I was thinking um but yeah like you know like I said even though those are silly they're still real um and even like with more I guess quote-unquote serious fears with like the brujeria and stuff like I've had experiences where you know um there's a person in my family well she's not even family but like she's related by law whatever um she practices like witchcraft and stuff and um you know I like I just remember walking into her house and she had like all these black candles she had like a shrine she had like some jewelry on the shrine um there were pictures above it and everything it was just like scary you know it was eerie and me being young I was like maybe five or six years old maybe seven um I just remember walking in and being scared. You know, back then, I didn't understand energy and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know how any of that worked. But I just remember being scared of being in her house. And, like, after I would come home from her house, um, my brother and I would always have, like, weird experiences in our apartments um, because this particular person, like, she's not very fond of us. Um, you know, she's tried, like, damaging us in different ways. Um but yeah, like, I, I'll never forget one time. This is probably one of the scariest experiences I've had. For y'all who don't know, um, I used to live, like, in a haunted apartment when I was younger. And I swear the whole building was haunted because some of my neighbors, like, 
the kids, we would get together and talk about our experiences in our apartments. Um, but in our, like the one that I lived in in particular, there was one night, my brother and I used to share a room. So he was already sleeping in his bed and I was in my bed. You know, it takes me a lot longer to fall asleep and stuff. So I like have to think and all this stuff. So as I was thinking, I could have sworn someone, my stepdad at the, uh, yeah, I could have sworn my stepdad had turned on the light in the hallway to go to the bathroom. Like I swear I saw the light turn on and we used to have a, a bathroom switch for the light that used to make noise. So whenever you turned it on, it would click. So I heard the click and I was like, okay, that's weird, you know, but then I heard it like clicking back and forth as if like someone was messing with the light switch. And I was like, why is my stepdad messing with the light switch? Like, that's so freaking weird, you know, but it just kept going. And I was like, okay, is the light not working or something, whatever, you know? So I get out of bed and I check in the hallway, meaning I kid you not, there was nobody there. Like nobody was in the bathroom. Nobody was playing with the light switch, nothing. The hallway light was on obviously, but like nobody was there. And my parents' room was right next door. So I checked into my parents' room. My stepdad was sound asleep, yo. And like, I remember that was one of the first times I was really scared of something like that, like of possible witchcraft or whatever. Like, I don't know what went on that night, you know, but after that, like weird things just started happening. Um, also real quick, like, um, I used to have this brat stall that was like battery operated. It was like the ones that stand on the tables and stuff and like the head moves, you know, the eyes move, whatever. Um, and my dad had given me one and, you know, I loved it and everything, but it, it ran out of batteries. So I just took the batteries out. Mind you, this doll had no batteries, whatever, but it still stood like on my dresser. So my mom told me that, Uh, One day she dropped us off at school and she was home and she was like fixing her hair, looking in the mirror and stuff. And the doll turns on on its own. And it's like, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and she's like, oh, my gosh, you know, like she got scared. So, you know, she like turned it around. It turned off, whatever, and all this stuff. So she picked us up. And the first thing she tells me when I get in the car, she's like, how many times have I told you to turn off that doll? Like it scared me when I was. Uh, putting on my makeup today and I was like what are you talking about and she's like that stupid big eyed doll that like you know blinks and like talks and stuff and I was like my Bratz doll I was like mom that doll doesn't have batteries like it it shouldn't work you know and she said that that was the first time she got scared like that because she realized like there's something going on in this apartment you know and yeah I think after that I threw all my dolls away because like I kept having nightmares about them and everything so yeah it was a really scary experience but um yeah, that, th- I think those are my fears of, like, the unseen, you know, like, ghosts and witchcraft. I think those are more of my fears versus, mm-hmm. like, you know, critters and stuff. And honestly, that's why you keep your spirit right. Mm-hmm. You stay prayed at. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> really, though. Um, and I think, too, like, a lot of the, sometimes, like, what you're saying about, like, what makes us scared of these fears. Like, what what, is, what do we think something's going to do to us? Let's we could talk about movies too. It's yeah. like I feel like as a kid watching a lot of scary movies is like it makes you more scared of certain things. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like okay, I think the scary movie that fucked me up, well, like some of the ones that fucked me up was Freddy Krueger and Chucky. Ooh. My aunt, <laughs> so she used to um, put me and my cousin Riri in the room like when we were little because we wouldn't go to sleep, and she'll just turn Chucky on and like leave us in the room and watch it. And, oh my god! Yeah, and that actually put us to sleep. But like I was, I'm still to this day like. I mean, like, if you watching Chucky, like, you know, his little voice and stuff, and then Freddy, like, it made me scared to go to sleep. I feel like those were the movies for me that, like, and then I'm one of those people, I don't like, you know, Jen knows, I don't like to watch, like, ghost movies. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm like, like you said, like, that 
figure something, you know, because like, that's mm-hmm. something that's like kind of possible. So it's like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? I so yeah. those are the movies that like kind of mess with me, but for sure, Chucky and Freddy, I feel like too, when you're t- shown those movies as a child, mm-hmm. that shit follows you. Like my dad, for example, he's, he's got a clown. So it's like, oh. don't put no, oh, it too. I'm sorry. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, the original. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, that we ain't dealing with scary. that either. What about, uh, what's, what's some of your scary movies? Um, I know, but yeah, go ahead and tell the crowd. You know, uh, I think as a kid, yeah, definitely Friday the 13th. That oh. movie messed me up. I remember the first time I watched it, I was at a babysitter's house uh, with my brother, and she had a two-story condo, so I wanted to use the restroom so badly, but, like, you know, everything was dark or whatever, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go use the restroom, but her top floor restroom was not working, so I would have to go down the stairs to go use the bathroom. So I just remember getting to the top of the stairs, I know it was my imagination. Don't make fun of me, but I could have sworn I saw Jason waiting for me at the end oh, of those stairs. I was like, "Nope, I'm good." I held my pee till my mom picked me up. <laughs> you were like, I ain't dealing with that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go. Um, but I think, like older now, um, Sinister. I don't know if any of y'all have seen that movie. Great movie. Ethan Hawke did his shit in that movie, um, and also whoever played uh, whatever the scary dude's name was, but. That movie, I've seen it like seven times, but it messes me up all the time. Like, I think the music score was really good for that movie. The effects were bomb. And then also the storyline of it, like just knowing that it's a cycle of like, you know, families, uh, you know, getting hurt in this house or whatever. I won't spoil it for people, but it is a really scary movie. Um, And it's more like, you know, nowadays, I think it came out in like 2013. Um, So for those of you who haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. But yeah, that movie scared me because it's like you said, you know, something that can possibly happen. It's like a haunted house, but not really by a ghost type of thing. It's more like a demonic entity type of thing. And Mm -hmm. those scare me, like those types of movies, like Insidious is one that I'm like, it's a really good movie, but I can't watch it for too many times. Yeah, and they, they really put in some thought into the movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, when I watch these kind of movies, I have to watch it with somebody. And I am always try to breathe before the big noise happens. Because oh, yeah. it's like, I'm scared of breathing while the big boom happens. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm like, what's going to happen to me if, if that happens? Yeah. You know? So yeah, y'all watch out with them scary movies. But you know, honestly, they need to bring good scary movies back. Because mm-hmm. like, I feel like I get bored. As, as, as much as a scary cat as I am, I get bored if a movie isn't that scary. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a lot for me to be scared, but if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but if, when I'm scared, I'm scared. And it's like, okay, I'll just take a little minute to go to sleep here. <laughs> um, honestly, too, like, um, I want to talk about, too, like, a time I faced a fear of mine. Um, I don't know, as, you, as I just said before, I'm scared of, like, certain critters, certain animals. Mm-hmm. So snakes is one of them. And I remember one time I was in Hollywood, and um, this guy was, you know, he had a big-ass snake. I forgot what kind of snake it was, but it was huge. And it's something like wraps around you or whatever. And then um, he was like, you know, charging to take pictures with it. And I don't know, something came in me and was like, hold the snake and take a picture with it. <laughs> and I did it. And, you know, I still got the picture, but I was happy. I like held the snake and, you know, mm-hmm. that snake can did anything. But I was like, no, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a badass right now and take a picture holding this snake. Even yeah. though I was a little scared like what was about to happen. But, you know, what? I was proud of myself for that. Ooh, yeah, I give you props. I don't know if I could do it. Like, you know? um, but, I mean, that's awesome. Like facing your fears just in general like saying screw it i'm gonna do it like one two three go you know um i don't know if i've ever faced a physical fear like that um yeah i none really comes to mind but you know i think for me like the fears that i do have um like about the ghosts and the witchcraft and stuff like that (laughs) i mean it's hard not to face it when you're living you know in a place that's probably by that um yeah i mean 
yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm a scaredy cat in that sense. Like, you know, as much as I like horror movies and all that stuff, like, yeah, I don't watch them by myself and all that. Um, and it takes a lot to scare me also. But, like, yeah, I don't think I would ever or I don't think I ever have physically put myself to face a fear like that. Mm, I remember when it sounded like a haunted house, like the ones that they throw, like people put together. Yeah, yeah, definitely those. Um, but never, like... I'm acting like I've probably never been in one with you first. <laughs> I know, right? It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Now, it, it, I think it's crazy too, like how like when you go like to Universal or not Scary Farm, mm-hmm. and it's like they're dressed up as people you see in the movies, and you know it's a person, like mm-hmm. you know, a regular person. But it's like it's funny how you're still mind fucked. Like you, like when I saw Brad, I had that on. <laughs> you see, what's the word I want to say? Like I, you know, you're at this a theme park, mm-hmm. but it's like you're still gonna run if they do something to you or they like make a noise or something. Yeah. I'm like, I it just showed you how real that fear could be, especially from those movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say mind over matter, right? Mind is the most powerful thing. So, yeah, like, if your brain is scared, then, you know, you're going to be running. Like, that's going to be my instinct. Like, you know, I'm out, you know, just, yeah. (laughs) She people being there fighting, I heard that. Bruh, I don't blame them. And honestly, like, with your fears, learn to laugh at yourself. Like, you know, we got those ones, and sometimes you do just have to laugh. Like, so I had to laugh at that raccoon situation. I'm like, whatever. Like, it is what it is. A raccoon made my voice deep, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've jumped a few times at, like, movies and, you know, just when I've been scared in real life and stuff. And, yeah, you just got to learn to laugh at the experiences and be like, dang, like, I went through that, you know. <laughs> and you know I'm a scary cat because when me and um, Jen got these, um, I was looking at my phone and Jen put the hand I jumped. But this scared the <laughs> fuck out of me seeing this little bony finger coming at my phone. <laughs> so I'm like, uh-uh. It's not fun, y'all. Y'all know those are tongs, right? <laughs> I know, right? Whip up some salad with the bony ass head. <laughs> I heard that. You know, like high five. <laughs> I'm trying to reach over to see if that's possible. Okay. <laughs> we petty. We just got the recording on. Clearly, we having too much fun with our little props here. Um, but yeah, like, you know, speaking of like mind fears and everything, like, even though it can be in your head and a lot of like, you know, the jumps you may have and stuff, they're very real, you know, and they control like a lot of what you do or don't do. Like Mm -hmm. if you know you're scared of clowns, you know, you're probably going to avoid that area. You know, if you know you're scared of raccoons, you know, you gonna like be on the lookout, especially if you go back to Santa Cruz. Like, um, it's funny how we start to shape like our actions around our fears and stuff like that. And then, yeah, sometimes it's like, okay, I recognize I'm scared of this, but I'm going to go for it anyway, you know? So I just think it's interesting. Like, you could either have the growth or the fixed mindset for fears as well. And I think that determines whether you let something control your life or not, you know? Mm. Yeah, and, like, now it's time to go into speak up mode, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, that goes with our life battles that we're facing, you know? We have fears within the real world that we're going through, but it's like, what are we doing about that fear? Are we letting our fears control our life? Like, one of them is, you know, the fear of failure. Mm. It's like, what are you doing to prevent that failure from happening? Is it a healthy fear felt you know Mm -hmm. i feel like some fears are healthy in that aspect like when it is you it's a fear of you of something bad happening so you're just trying to prevent it in the most healthiest way but then Mm -hmm. we have those fears that like you said control us so much to where like it stunts our growth you know like you have people who are like you okay sometimes a person could be scared of a person's opinion you know and it's Mm -hmm. like when you're i feel like when you're fearing people's opinions you're not going to live your best life because you're always like okay what are people going to think about me if i launch this new brand if i do this i feel like that's a time when it's like it's time to reevaluate those certain fields and it's affecting your work ethic no that's very true i mean 
you know, I think it's safe to say a lot of people have a fear of failure, Mm -hmm. which is very legitimate. Like, even I fear failure, but I think I just fear failure to myself, you know, like knowing that I could do more or that I just completely stopped on something because, you know, I found ways that didn't work for me. And then I'm like, screw it. Like, I'm stuck here. You know, I'm just going to fold my hands for it. Like, I think that's my biggest fear out of everything rather than like, okay, I found out a way that didn't work. Okay, I try again and I fail again, you know, like I'd rather just continue doing that and changing my path rather than just saying, fuck it, like I'm just going to sit back. Like I just, I don't know, I, I couldn't personally do that. Um, but it's very real still. Like, you know, I think it's something to really think about because if you've ever stopped like a project or working on a goal or something, um, you got to ask yourself, like, why did I stop? Is it because I'm scared, you know, or is it because I'm scared of what's going to happen on the other side? What if, and you know, and there's also that of like fear of, okay, what if I don't fail? Like fear of change, you know, like even if it is good change, there is that fear of like, dang, things are going to be different. You know, even though I know it's for the better, even though I know deep down I want it, it's scary. Mm-hmm. We even got that fear of like, like you said, if you want, if you want to start a clothing brand or a, a, a mixtape, whatever, fear that it's not going to do well, mm-hmm. you know? And I think too, that's something that will stun us, you know, because it's like we're living in fear in those aspects. It can really deter our lives, mm-hmm. you know? And we can even get deeper, like with relationships, fear of abandonment, fear yeah. of commitment. I think too, when your fear of abandonment is real, cause it's like from past trauma. I think when you're bringing that fear of abandonment to other relationships, that's what causes you to like be that people pleaser, that person trying to seek validation because you're you think it's you, so you're trying so hard to like keep that person around because you're scared of being alone or scared of them leaving you because of one little thing. And it's like I think those fears we need to reevaluate because I've been through that too. Like you know, a fear of somebody, yeah, of being alone, fear of like, uh, yeah, like what someone's gonna think of me or I'm not gonna be good enough. And it's like sometimes we have to like repour that love back into ourselves so we're not wearing that on our on our sleeve. Mm-hmm. That's true, and I think on the other side of that too is like fear of commitment like I know I had a fear of commitment for the longest time even subconsciously like I didn't even know I was I've always known I want monogamous relationship whatever but like I didn't realize how deep my fear of commitment was till I sat down with myself and was like dang like you know if it's fight or flight I tend to flight you know I tend to uh I think Drake has this you know song lyric that was like um I leave a relationship before I get left in it, you know, and I think for the longest time I had that mentality subconsciously where it's like, you know, well, I'm getting bored, so I'm going to go, you know, or like we're fighting too much, this is too hard, I'm going to go, or even like, you know, I'm scared to settle down with this person and be with this person for the rest of my life, don't get me wrong, the people that I dated and we didn't work out or whatever, like, you know, we got through our bad shit, whatever, you know, I don't wish bad upon anybody, we weren't meant for each other, obviously, but I think it's something that I had to learn about myself, too, that, like, I really had that fear of commitment, of just settling down with somebody, and then, like, dang, is this gonna be the rest of my life with this person, you know, like I said, we weren't meant for each other at all, which is cool, nothing wrong with that, you live and you learn, but yeah, that fear of commitment is very real, too. Mm-hmm. And there's different layers of it, I think there's the way you're, you're talking about, and then we have that way where it's like sometimes people feel like they're not worth that mm-hmm. commitment, you know? So it's like, well, let me run from it before because if I do commit, it's not going to go well anyway. And that's the, I think that's where that like the negative self-talk of it comes from. But there's like I said, there's different layers of the mm-hmm. fear of commitment. But yeah, we I feel like we've all been victims of one of those layers somewhere, yeah. somehow. And I think too, and I think it's 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 common in like the generation we're growing up in mm-hmm. right now because you, you, you rarely look at the music like, 
all music now is like f that f that mm-hmm. out i'm out da, 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 i ain't committing like and it's like we're all being told that we're all gonna think like that but i feel like deep down a lot of us really do just want love and want yeah. want something real but it's like we don't know how to because i feel like you don't know if you're gonna meet somebody who has that hard ass attitude mm-hmm. then you got people who who um do want to love it already but they're scared to trust because yeah. it's like what they've been through and i think it's just a repeating cycle mm-hmm. you know another one that falls into it is like that fear of betrayal mm-hmm. you know i feel like if you get hurt already you're going to be scared to put all your eggs in yep. one basket or whatever because you've been fucked over before, you know? Mm-hmm. Or you're going to be doing everything to make sure they're not betraying you, like constantly checking their phone, not mm-hmm. trusting them, like those trust issues. And it's like, fears are real. Like they really, we can really bring them into our reality with just mm-hmm. our mind. And I think that's like the scariest part about mm-hmm. it because like you said, it starts to control your life. Yeah. Because then you start to create scenarios that may not even Ooh, be there. That, you know, you're what know. we talk about all the time, like bleeding on other people where, oh, because this last relationship, you know, this person hurt me or I had to constantly check their phone or whatever. Now I'm bringing that into this new relationship. Like there's so many things that, you know, we subconsciously do because of having that fear of betrayal. But it's very legitimate. Like I think all of us, you know, even deep down have that maybe not even fear, but it's like I don't want that to happen. You know, and nobody wants to be betrayed. Like, I think betrayal is one of the dirtiest things you can do to somebody. Um, If you'd rather just not be with the person, you know, just tell them straight up or you're getting bored or you're even confused. Like, if you're even doubting, you know, how you feel for that person or if you can be loyal anymore, like, sit down and talk to that person. Let them know, like, how you're feeling. You know, obviously, everybody has a different approach to communication and do what works best for you. But I think it should be voiced before it's too late because nobody deserves to be cheated on, you know, led along the way or whatever. And also, I want to put this out there real quick. If you're the one doing the cheating with somebody who is in a relationship, you are a scumbag also because you should not be involved in somebody's you know relationship when it's falling apart you are a homewrecker i'm sorry i'm very against cheating like if you have an open relationship that's a completely different thing but if you know that this person is cheating on their partner and you're involved with that like that is so low like i'm sorry that is my personal opinion um but i just find that so disgusting like my home got broken because of you know somebody cheating and it's just not the best thing so i just had to put that out there because that is one of the biggest forms of betrayal that you can have towards somebody yeah, because it makes both parties guilty, you mm-hmm. know? And also, too, like, if you're the one who has been betrayed or whatever, honestly, you know, I feel like when, when that happens to you, don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. I feel like, no, it's not you, you know, because I feel like it's the other person's actions. And mm-hmm. it's like when that happens, you know, okay, know you're worth enough to know, okay, this person betrayed me, I need to move forward, you know? Learn how to forgive, but not forget, but move forward, you know? Because I feel like when we when we... When someone already betrays us, I feel like they can do it again. And I feel like we, we don't need to um we don't need to waste our time. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone already shows you they can be there, you will say I I feel like people could change, but I feel like, you know, you have to be able to pour love back into yourself mm-hmm. first, you know. Um, honestly too, I wanna talk about ways to control your fears. You know, how, how to not let your fears control you. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I said it differently. I think one of the well, let me just start off. I think one of the ways is honestly figure out what your fears are you know what you know we're talking real fears by the way like the, not the silly ones like those are childhood ones but you know these fears we just were talking about mm-hmm. you know figure out what they are like in relationships in life it could be with your ambition family love romantic relationships friendships what, what are your fears what are things holding you back and then after you figure that out get to the core of it you know why am i afraid of this you know what is causing me to be afraid? because i find too sometimes 
romantic relationships, you might even have a fear, and then you give it a person who starts coming from mm-hmm. insecurities, and it's like, okay, well, what caused that insecurity? And I think mm-hmm. when you dig deep in yourself, you're able to understand yourself a little better, and then attack whatever fear that is, and that way it's not controlling your life because you know where it's stemming from. Mm-hmm. That's very true, and I think one of the best ways to not let it control you is to face them head on. You know, would you rather like have that fear of betrayal? Um, so you're just not going to be with nobody, you know, forever alone, whatever, which is mm. cool. You know, for those of you who have pledged to be single forever, hey, more power to you, you know, nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying for those who refuse to be with anybody because they're scared to get too close, you know, or because they've been betrayed before, it's legitimate. But work on that fear first. Work on, you know, letting that go or like Renisa said, getting to the root of it, but then also learning to face it. Like if you genuinely know you eventually want a solid relationship you want something that's really good for you um take a dive you know into a good relationship but then also talk about those fears with your partner you know whomever you're entering in a relationship with because that's the only way to really get that out there and that way they know too where you're coming from you know and then everybody has fears of some sort you know what in any new relationship or anything so um that'll give them the chance also to open up about any fears they may have. So communicating it, but then also Mm -hmm. facing it head on. I like that. And then with the fear of failure, you know, just know that failure is a part of the road of success. Mm -hmm. If you ain't failing, you ain't finna succeed. You know, I feel like, you know, um, I've been, I've been, it's funny because this, this message has been coming in my face a lot, you know, coming around me a lot. It's like, you know, stop striving to be perfect. I've been hearing that a lot lately, especially this week. And it's like, when we're aiming at that, you know, always trying to be perfect, of course, that's going to discourage us when we do slip up or whatever. So it's like, I feel like that's another way to cope with failure and to cope with other fears that you have, accepting it. You know, when you accept it so much, it won't hurt you because you know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. That's very true. You know, we don't have like the fix it all situation or, you know, scenario, whatever uh, solutions um, to like facing those fears head on even we're still learning how to face these fears you know and it's just a matter of taking it step by step and realizing like okay maybe this isn't going to work for me but I'm going to go approach it from this way you know everybody's going to find out something that works for them but I think one of the biggest ways to cope with fears is to know that it never stops you're always going to be afraid of something Mm -hmm. or you know as you meet people you're going to realize dang I didn't know I had this fear in in this relationship or Uh, when you get a new job or you start a new entrepreneurial path or whatever you decide to do financially like you may discover a new fear regarding to money as well you know but it's something that if you had never taken the chance for it you would never know about it Um, so just taking that step and recognizing okay you know this is scary it's new I'm gonna take it slow but I'm gonna do it and just figuring it out you know I mean I'm still figuring it out and honestly, too, like, it's nothing wrong with having a mentor, you know, because mm-hmm. the older people who dealt with, had those fears before but conquered them, what, asked them, how did they do that? Like, even if it's romantic, you know, people go to counseling mm-hmm. or if you know, if you have a friend that's in a really good romantic relationship, talk mm-hmm. to them about how do they cope with stuff that they're going through? How, how do they keep it together? You know, friendships, healthy friendships. You know, there's people out there that have those same fears or never had those fears and just know how to handle whatever it is that's coming at them, you know. Mm-hmm. There's ways to cope with it and learn, you know, and I think, you know, it's okay to just be a student and learn, you know, like, that's what I think. Life is your biggest teacher, right? So just take the people along with it as well. And I think also learn to have fun. Like, 
you know, life can be scary, whether it's real fears, silly fears, mm-hmm. childhood fears, etc. <laughs> At the end of the day, learn to have fun because as hard as life can get, as scary as life can get, there's also so many beautiful moments. There's so many fun moments, moments you can laugh with. Like Bernice and I have been laughing so much this weekend and you know, I mean, we always laugh, but, you know, like, it, we've learned to have fun with those fears. Like, after that whole mountain lion incident, like, we had a huge laugh about it, you know, after, like, saying, oh, our feet didn't hurt uh, enough <laughs> to run, the- right? Yeah, and jump over fences and stuff, the you know? In the woods. <laughs> yeah, and tap shoes, um, <laughs> you know, but, like, obviously in that moment, I w- we weren't laughing, but afterwards, we learned to laugh, and then just having that fun, like, knowing fear is a part of life, um, but if you never take it, those risks or you never face them head on then you're always just going to let it control you so if you learn to look at it with a little bit of humor everything gets better yeah like when you let that fear control you that's where it stunts your growth mm-hmm. and it's like you don't want to look back and it's like damn i could have this did this i could that but i was scared or i was worried about this yep. it's like you know go through that challenge you know what? challenge yourself you know don't be afraid of challenges honestly mm-hmm. challenges <laughs> that is where the growth is you know yep. Um, I learned that like I think it's something amazing about that like how are we gonna grow if we ain't being challenged you know and I think it's beautiful when you get to certain accomplishments and you're a better evolved person as you go you know and honestly I feel like all this relates to self-love because yeah you're allowing yourself to thrive you know yeah. you're, you're getting out of your comfort zone you're stretching yourself and it's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. I mean you know nothing ever happens in the comfort zone everything all your I think yeah like I heard somebody say this, that all your dreams, all your success is on the other side of fear. So I think I've been keeping that close to heart because as scared as I may be on a new adventure that I'm taking or a new goal, a new path, whatever, I have to remind myself what I really want is outside of that fear. You know, so I'm going to toss it around and spin it like with this little tong and salads and stuff, but face those fears head on. Um, But in all seriousness, you know, just knowing that, um, yeah, our fears are only as powerful as we let them be. That part. And yes, they're real. Yes, it's okay to have them. But sometimes, yeah, you got to use that adrenaline from that fear and just know that it's not going to control the rest of your life unless you let it. Yeah, well said. So, you know how Jane always got to put the cherry on the top <laughs> at the end. I love it. But uh, thank you guys all for tapping in. We hope you guys have a safe Halloween. Um, don't forget to check out our Podbean website at speakofjv.podbean.com. Check us out on Instagram at speakofjv. Also, email us if you want us to rock your brand, shout your brand out. You want to send us an intro drop, email us at speakofjv at gmail.com. We're also on iHeartRadio, apparently iHeartRadio, apparently. Spotify, <laughs> Apple. And well, we appreciate all, all the support. We have some content coming for y'all very, very, yes. very soon. Some big announcements. So please stay tuned. We appreciate every stream, every download, every comment. Y'all are the best. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on this video. And share this with a friend who wants to hear who wants to hear some self-love. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one episode, right, That's to start right. that journey. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't understand how much your support and love really means to us, how much it helps our show a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, every action that you guys take towards our account, towards our videos, our episodes, you know, on our websites, like... All of that really helps. Um, And then also, we love collaborating with people. We love spreading that love as well. And, you know, there's enough for all of us in in this community. So we really appreciate all of you who have taken a listen, have been listening to us from the very beginning. And if you just joined us, like Renisa said, all it takes is one episode. And I promise you will not be disappointed. So please share these episodes with your friends. You know, if you feel like somebody may need some
some Halloween spirit, please send them this episode as well. Um, we would love to just make them laugh, you know, or give them something to talk about or whatever. Even if y'all got to say how corny our costumes are, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Take care. Love y'all. Bye.